Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected with your host, Nicole and Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. Hello and happy Monday. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network right here on the Love Zone USA where we are every Monday night from 9.30 to 10.30. It is me, Karishma, and the lovely Nikone. Nikone, how are you? Hi, Karish. Hi, listeners. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. (laughs) Yes, another Monday. Um, the week went by so fast. I feel like we were like just here yesterday or something. Um, but <laughs> I'm really excited. But today we're going to be talking about cultivating black entre- entrepreneurship with the wonderful uh, Talib Jasir Fleming, who will be on the line. So really excited to have him on. He's um, the founder of Afros and Audios, um, a community of podcasters, which, you know, has kind of been our theme for the month. Um, we want to be able to equip our listeners with kind of all the information before they jump out there on their podcast. So I'm really excited right. about it. Um, but, you know, just to talk about some current events that have been happening, um, R.I.P. Nipsey, um, amazing rapper. He was with Lauren London, and he was shot um, yesterday. So R.I.P. Super yeah. shot about that. Um, it's just, it's such a shame. He was so young. It's just, it's a shame when things happen like that. Like unnatural deaths are just horrible. Yeah. But it's definitely all down my timeline. So, yeah, um, I really, and I will admit, like, I didn't know who he was. You know, I just didn't. So, um, you know, throughout the past 24 hours, I've really, I've, um, researched him and I'm just like wow you know um, pretty amazing the impact that he left you know or the staple that he was in his community and giving back to his community and this you know this gun violence is just very sad I mean it happens in the city that I live in it's just um, I just don't understand I, I just I never will understand what compels somebody to so easily take another life, like, um, and usually over bullshit, and I'll say it, bullshit, you know, so, um, you know, I hope um, we as a country can do better, um, you know, and grow and just be the best selves that we can be. So, definitely. But, no, know, definitely. I'm really sad and yeah. I, and I'm kind of lost it from it too, you know. And um, I like Laura London. Um, I'm a fan of mm-hmm. hers, and I didn't even know that that was her mate. So I have actually thought about her all day to day, wondering what she's doing, how she's feeling. Um, and I can imagine she's probably sitting there like, where do I even go from here? Like, oh. so I'm really praying for her. And um, his family, so um, yeah, you know, yeah. No, definitely, it's it's really sad, but again, it's it's just such a shame I, the way he had to go. It's just it's really sad. Yeah. And I love Lauren London too, and that's actually how I first found out about him was 
through London. So, um, yeah, but, you know, he's very talented, and it's always sad. So, but, yeah, but any, on a, on a happier note, we are having quite the exciting um, show today, which, I mean, I feel like we say every week, because every week it is really exciting. So grateful for being here and being on the show with you, Nicole. You're the best. Um, oh, you're the best. And I wanted to give, I wanted to give Nicole a shout out because I was watching I was watching your Facebook live um, earlier that you did talking about you know other black businesses and your hair was just so on point. It's yeah, it's it's really it's awesome. Shout out to Glamazon Beauty and Kim Baker. It's a new makeup line, a complete makeup line. She's already in some stores. She's going to become a major outlet, so I'm really honored that she is a friend of mine and I got to play, you know, in her products. And I'm not lying, guys. Her stuff is amazing. Like, it's the best foundation I have ever put on my face. So, yeah. And then I had, like, I call it my Farrah Fawcett hair. I'm channeling Farrah Mm -hmm. Fawcett because I've always loved kind of like that feathered look. And I've grown my hair out. You know, I used to have that signature bob. And um, I never thought I was going to get tired of it. And I finally got tired of it. And being in the industry, I was like, let me grow this out so I can be more versatile. So, you know, everybody's loving it. So I'm like, well, I guess this is the style, you know. So I'm just going to let it grow. <laughs> my thing's yeah, I, love I, it. I love it. I appreciate it. I'm going to try to get the year list because it's gorgeous. It's just amazeballs. Yeah. I know. It's so. just growing and growing. <laughs> I just I have to keep taking care of it. But <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to go into our first song, which is Chris Brown, Kiss Kiss, right here on the Girlfriend Network. Yo, this is Nappy Boy Radio Live with your boy T-Pain. We love rap music. Listen, uh, we got a caller on line one. Caller, what's your problem? Hello. I'm on the radio, T-Bank. How's it going? It yeah. ain't going good. My girl ain't doing a thing she used to do at all. I got just what you need. Brand new Chris Brown, T-Pain. You heard it here first. Happy Boy Radio. We love you. Yeah, it's where I reside, so 
Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. All the way up.
you know, um, I've been very informed, so I'm very excited. Also, we here at the show want to express our condolences to you because um, we know you had a death in the family and you still came. So thank you. Um, we're very appreciative you. of that. You and your family are sure. in our prayers. Thank so, you very much. You're welcome. So before we get into it, we would like for you to just introduce yourself and let our listeners know who you are and how we can find you on social media to leave. All right, sure. So, um, like the like they said, my name is Tyler Joseph Fleming. I am a life coach and a uh, creative consultant. Um, I've been working in big pharma for about seventeen years um, in creative agencies and different capacities. Um, I'm also a life coach, certified life coach to artists and entrepreneurs, um, specifically black creatives, as well as um, Podcast creator, a uh, author, and um, yeah, uh, that's that's about me. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, well, no, that's <laughs> no, that's amazing. Um, thank you so much yes. again for you know being here. Julie. we know got a lot going on, but we really appreciate it. it. Means a lot to us, and you know the listeners have so much to learn uh, from you. So you know we're gonna kind of jump right into it. So you know you're the founder of Afros and Audio, right? And that's right. like your podcast creating community. So how did, what brought this idea up? Well, how did you me, decide that you wanted to create this company? Sure, sure, sure. So for me, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, evolved from the beginning. Um, and so the beginning was I created my own fictional podcast um, series. And I got really excited about it and wanted to see other um, black creatives um, in the space of fiction writing. Um, and so I wanted to create a community for, for that and uh, try, to, try to create some space and some opportunities there. Um, that was something that I kind of just, I think I was more excited than I was um, understanding what it was going to take and what, I, what was going to be needed of me to create it. Um, and so it kind of sat there for probably about, about a year, you know, before I even really started considering what else, what I could do with this platform. Like, listen, I have a dope logo, um, you know, Afros and audio that can't beat that. So it's like, this is a, this is a vision that I had. This is a, uh, a dream that I had. So will it be one of those deferred ones or do I, do I make something of this? Um, and so that's when, I um, had a conversation with a friend of mine, um, Simeon from um, Asmic's company, and um, talked about an event and what it could look like and building community. And, and so that's where uh, really the, the vision started um, to creating what we're going to have in June. Wow, that's amazing. And so it comes all the way from, you know, this company to this, it's going to be this huge festival. And so since, you know, today we're really talking about cultivating entrepreneurship, what, as you're expanding, what are you thinking of? Because, you know, there's a lot of podcast creators out there that only want to do this one aspect to it, you know. Maybe they Mm -hmm. just want to be the talent and they don't want to do the other entrepreneurial side. But there's other entrepreneurs out there that I feel like see what a booming business podcasting is, but they're not necessarily the ones that want to create, you know, a show or something or host something. So how did you how do you decide and how do you get into that? What is like the basics that you do to get into that entrepreneurial spirit? 
Well, I think I think uh, the entrepreneurial spirit is something that uh, kind of lives in us all, um, but also is something that most of us, either um, just by, I guess, you know, having having traditional ideas of of what success looks like and um, how it's measured, um, may or may not uh, lean into what what makes them creative. And so I say that to say that I I. I feel like the festival, uh, for me, the festival is like um, this opportunity to get as many of us in the same room as possible to begin to have these conversations um, mm-hmm. that spark the ideas and the interests of not only our present but our future. If we get to understanding uh, where where we have support, where there's opportunities within this industry, and how we can do it as a community of black creatives. And I say that to say the audio, digital uh, community um, of professionals that know how to do things, and they do it in the film industry, they do it in, in radio or, or music industry, and they can also bring those skills to, to podcasting. Um, and our storytellers and our, and our visionaries who create web series or pilots for television, there's this opportunity mm-hmm. in, in podcasts as well. And I um, really wanted to have this conversation uh, amongst each other, seeing where we can uh, support one another, collaborate with one another, and then it's about the day after that. So we're okay. we're always gonna have a good time, but it's about the year-round resources and the support sustainability that we can create as a community going forward. And then that Afros and Audio Festival just becomes a family reunion at that point. Right, which I think is what is so important because a lot of people, you know, especially as they still, like as they're starting new businesses or starting new content. Um, the whole game can be really scary, right? Starting anything new can be absolutely terrifying. And mm-hmm. I think kind of people now don't really know how to go and find proper mentors because everyone wants, you know, the the big ones. They want, you know, like a Tony Robbins or they want Ariana Huffington. They want something, somebody big to kind of help them out or watch videos. But it's, there's so many people that you can learn from in your community. And sometimes when you aren't exposed to that, it's hard to make those connections, you know, because really – Right now, everything is about networking. I mean, as it has been for a long time, but even more so now because you're able to connect with people, you know, digitally and then in person. So it's just, it's really great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, and that that's the thing. Um, this world is about, you know, networking, but it's it's really about the community. And, um, and there have been times in our, um, throughout the years where we learn uh, where the we as people are able to be the most sustainable and that's when we are uh, connected and when we're talking to one another and we're sharing ideas, we're sharing skill sets um, and we're doing this with the end goal to, uh, for upward mobility and uh, socioeconomic freedom um, and that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be from someone else's table. Um, and so one of the things with creatives, to your, to your point uh, before, is that most of us, myself included, as a creative, as a writer, as a um, just innovator uh, in general, um, I can be isolated. I can work in a silo, and I, I did that for many years, and it, it never really served me, but I kind of knew what, no other way. And um, mm-hmm. I think just like that for most creators, it's, it's happening again within uh, amongst podcast creators. And... Um, for most of us, we don't look around and see where the support can be, and we end up burning out um, because we're learning things that we don't have any business dealing with, the editing and the publishing and the, and the studio and all these things that you could 
you could uh, have services for, whether it's um, collaborative, bartering, or uh, pay. But we get to lean on each other for for turning our creative um, productions out. Definitely. No, definitely. Uh, We're going to jump more into this. We're going to go into our song, um, which is Chandelier by Sia, and then we'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network. This is Karishma. Party girl, don't get hurt, can't feel anything. When will I learn? I push it down, I push it down. I'm the one for a good time call, phone's blowing up. Bring up my doorbell, I feel the love, I feel the love.
when I need a lethal weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network, and it's me, Nakeful, with Karishma and our guest hey. tonight, Talib Jazeera Fleming. <laughs> so, um, you know, on the A side, we were talking about, um, you know, Afros in audio, but um, Talib, like, you're multifaceted. You've got a lot of things going on, from the Afros in audio to your event coming up, which we need to talk about that and let our listeners know, you know, I don't think we said when and where, but we're going to circle back to that. And then also you're the CEO of Forward Movement, which is a um, professional coaching agency for artists and entrepreneurs. So um, I want to talk about that because I'm an entrepreneur. So, Tell me about that. So people come to you and they come to you for advice on to how to grow their business or how to get a business started or how to be living. Tell us about that. Sure. So, um, so I'm a, I'm a coach, life coach. Um, and so basically what I do with, uh, the work that I do with artists and entrepreneurs, um, is, is partner with, with them in a way that, um, understands the the limiting beliefs, the struggles that it is uh, to be a creative in this world, um, where I, I like to say um, it's like an episode of Wipeout. Every time you feel like you may be getting ahead or wanting to uh, really excited about a project and, and something happens, whether it's um, a, a, from a comment to something that's as, as big as losing a job or losing income. Um, so it's it's those things that um, we as artists and creative um, and creative entrepreneurs uh, get stuck in in a certain uh, phases in our lives, and it could be before we even start. It could be at the top of our game, and that all of a sudden that imposter syndrome comes in. And so um, I work with with people at any stage of that of those uh, beliefs that keeps them from uh, putting their work out there, from doing good work. Um, mm-hmm. It's about keeping up the good fight, and that's what uh, us as artists, as black creatives, um, it's our duty and our responsibility, you know, as Nina Simone said. And so um, I don't want any uh, black creative to be silenced or to not be able to uh, feel as if they're prepared uh, to do the work and, um, and, and release the work to the world. Um, it's imperative that we do so. So that's my work. Wow. I, I just support from um, from inception to production, um, or mm-hmm. along the way, or uh, just getting uh, folks out of the, these these mindsets uh, that don't serve or support them, and if they don't serve and support them, they're not challenging them either uh, to move past or break through uh, those things that are keeping them um, holding themselves tight and small. Wow, that's amazing. Now, Philippe, I have a question. So, you know, we're talking about creative entrepreneurship. A lot of people, because like you said, a lot of it is stuff in our mind that we have to overcome to get to that next step, right? Those beliefs that maybe I'm not good enough and things like that that start coming into your mind, that self-doubt um, that can cripple you from taking it to that next level. Now, if someone is struggling with, you know, they truly believe that they are creative and that's, that's their talent, that's their gift, but they're unsure about the entrepreneur part. Do you have to be a creative entrepreneur? Can you just be one or the other, or is it 
something that doesn't really have to go hand in hand? Like, what if, what if someone is struggling no, in that no. stage? They don't know if they should be one or the other, or how they're supposed to do it all. Well, you know, I, I again, I, I really feel like um, entrepreneurship and creativity and a creative mind are uh, kind of go hand in hand. They both have to have a spirit of um, bravery, confidence, uh, strength, mm-hmm. uh, willingness, willingness to to move beyond. Um, certain aspects of their lives, certain conditions and circumstances or mindsets in order to push through um, and allow the world um, into their minds. And so for me, it's, it's really about um, the business of it all. We, we're all out here um, needing the basics. And so, and we all mm-hmm. get to, we all get to uh, monetize off of our skill sets and our, and, you know, to be honest, as we move into this, and uh, we don't know what it's going to look like, uh, we're we're talking about it. We're talking about the machines. We're talking about the the disappearance of uh, money as we know it, um, and things like that. It's it's really about what we what we personally can do, what our artistry is, what our skill sets are, um, that set us aside from anyone else, um, and beginning to to really mind that craft because if we don't. Um, then we're we're at the mercy of the workforce of uh, the United States of America, and, and I don't think that's a that's a good thing for anybody. Um, and so to be able to to use what you have and what you you have the ability to create um, to survive and to build a life on, uh, for me, is the way to go uh, moving forward. Right. I definitely agree with that to leave. You know what I find? I find, you know, I talk to other people who are entrepreneurs or who want to become entrepreneurs. They have an idea. They have some creative juices. But you know what stops them? Fear. Fear, mm-hmm. fear, fear. So, you know, what do you say to these people? Um, because, like myself, you know, people were like, wow, I envy you. What did you do? And I said, you know what? I just said, freak it. And, you know, I did it. You know, sometimes you yeah. have to step out on faith. And, you know, so what's your advice to those people who are just stuck in fear? Yeah, I say choose it. You know, I choose. I say choose it. And I, you have to have a level of uh, courage and courageousness. Fear will never go away. In fact, I, I really believe that um, if you don't have some sort of fear or trepidation about what you're wanting to do, then it might not be big enough. Um, it might it might possibly be because there's something on the other side of that that you haven't even looked at um, that's actually what you're going to be going to be up to, um, and so it happens for for a lot of people. And so you have to be willing to choose it and choose it every day because we're not just dealing with limited beliefs. Our beliefs come from our socialization. Our beliefs come from our pathologies, um, and so it's 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 a lot that we are actually dealing with. Um, it's a lot that we're actually um, overcoming, and it's not as easy as saying, you know, discuss it and then it's it's gone. Um, it's never really gone, but we get to choose. We get to choose um, and try on what we want because we can get stuck in feeling like we don't deserve something we've never ever tried to go for it. Then obviously you feel like you're you're missing it, you're void of it, and and something's wrong with this picture. Um, but to have never gone for it, that's the bigger travesty. You know, that's that's where um, you connect those two dots. Um, 
no, you don't deserve anything you don't work for, but you put effort into it and you go get it, and um, and you absolutely belong in that space. So, um, great advice. So, Talib, tell me, though, um, within your own personal experiences, um, what is something that you failed at? Uh, right later. Can you talk about that? Because, you know, hmm. when starting businesses or any new adventure, you know, we make mistakes and we don't always get it right. Or I don't even like to say, you know, we failed at it. We just, you know, maybe it just wasn't our time or we didn't do something correct. Yeah. So um, what would that well, be for you? Yeah. And failure, failure is just information. It's just something that's that's occurred that now you have uh, more information to do something different with next time, you know? Um so I agree with the with the the belief about failure. It's um, I, I've failed plenty of times. I guess, like I said, if you if we if we use that word, um, but it's all been about me and and where I uh, could see I I either didn't have it in my wheelhouse, I didn't have skill set for it, or um or I wanted to do it on my own because this is my belief that I do things on my own. Um, and so those things, those things that limited me, limited my ability to, to move forward. Um, the things that I told myself that I, that I couldn't do or, well, what if, well, how can I, I get caught up in the how this will happen? Those things will stifle you every time. And so, um, so my failures come really when I, when I decided that I wanted to do something and uh, and chose differently because of my uh, self doubt, because of my uh, lack of capacity in certain things. Where all I had to do was reach out for support. Um, you know, I I I felt at putting out uh, materials that I've written. Um, I felt at at put getting you know getting rejection letters again. If you if you want to call those failures, um, you know, I felt at putting events together and not having the belief that what I, what I was bringing to that was anything I need that was wanted or needed. And, um, mm-hmm. and if we're not doing the marketing stuff like that. So I've always been at the center of any, uh, missteps. And, um, and those were, that was information. Who do I get to be next time? It's something I ask myself all the time. Who do I get to be? What do I get to bring to this situation the next time to make this different? That's on me. It's not on anybody else. I love that. I think that's so important to kind of keep you in check. And, you know, this is something because Nicole here is an entrepreneur. You know, she has an amazing clothing line. Like, she is fitness champ or fitness clothing line, like, athleisure to the best. Um, oh, don't, don't. I have a question for oh, – yeah. Thanks for that. I, I'm inspired by the both of you because you both are yeah. entrepreneurs, and I can see it, you know, just through and through. I can just hear it from even the way that you talk, the confidence that you have. And I am someone that I am fully, I feel like, just on the creative side. I can turn out topics. I can interview guests. Like, I can do all that on that side. And so part of me always thinks, like, am I supposed to be an entrepreneur? But how would I turn like this creative side into a business. And I think that that's a lot of struggle that creatives have because they're mm-hmm. like, what do you turn into a business? Well, you know what, Talib, um, expound <laughs> upon that. But when I first started, like my vision was, hey, I just, maybe I'm just going to do a T-shirt, right? So I started with a T-shirt and then gradually I offered other pieces. But guess what? What was amazing about me is I didn't even know I had a creative side. 
Like, I didn't know I had the, the ability to design, you know, and do funky things mm-hmm. with clothing and sew. And um, so, like, I learned a lot about myself in the process. Like, I started as an entrepreneur because I said I'm just going to sell T-shirts with my logo. But in the process, my creative side was born. And then not only am I doing T-shirts to leave, like, I, I'm crafty. So I'm doing yeah. mugs yeah. and I'm doing a whole bunch of other stuff that I never in a million years that I was capable of doing. So, um, you know, and, like, to leave, you can expand upon that. But, Karish, I'm just saying, like, once you get into one thing, you know, you're probably yeah. going to springboard and be able to jump in other things, right, Talib? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I um, I love the, the sound of your voice. It's, it's very you're, – you're excited about it. And that's the other thing about acknowledging what you've created, acknowledging what you've done, and acknowledging that it's something that you can monetize. So I, I say for the creative who who wants to uh, jump into business and doesn't know what to do, I mean, do, I don't want to sound simplistic, but it's like, do you, it's like those things Mm -hmm. that make you feel alive, um, that you know, you're good at, and you can see in the world that, that it's something that is an output that people are using and monetizing off of. Um, there's no reason for, for, for you to not to do the same. And, um, and it's about the experimenting of it all. Like, as long as we're here, we're, we're forever coming into being. We're all, always in the process of being. And so it's about experimenting. So if it's something right now that you want to jump into and, and explore for yourself, um, then do it. Then do it. And then um, it becomes a momentum thing. It becomes a what, what happens next. I believe that our once we start to manifest the vision that we have, our vision then begins to manifest us. What that means is that once you start, that's how things start begin begin to open up. That's how uh, lanes expand. That's how people your your connection to people grow. Um, you 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 have to start, and then just allow yourself to to go with the flow, and and be with it. Wow, that's no, that's amazing, and I think that's true. Like I got, I'm just gonna dive in, you guys. I'm gonna start making something next week. You're gonna see me selling crochet mittens and they're going to be the bombest thing anyone has ever seen. Um, right. We're going to go into <laughs> our next song, which is Push by Kenny Lattimore, and we'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network. Life nine you were all mine you were 
just really bring, bring our resources together um, as professionals and creatives and, and create something big um, as individuals and as a community. Um, I really know that podcasts, the podcast industry is not going anywhere. Um, our lifestyles are making it so that information entertainment is on the go and in our ears. Um, and so we, we really have an opportunity here. And um, I always say during the golden era of radio, uh, back in the 2030s, 20s and 30s, um, black people weren't even invited to the party. Uh, we weren't welcome. It was uh, sure racism. Um, and so we're here. We're here now, and we, we know what we're doing. We know how to do it. Uh, we know how to support each other. We have the the dollars. Um, we have the, the businesses. Um, we have the opportunity. Um, and so this is really about getting together and strategizing together on our what's next and what we're going to do about it. Um, we don't have to sit around here and wait. Um, this is an industry that's already set up, and um, but it will be, and it's happening. Money's going to the same old voices and the same old faces, um, but that's okay. What do, we, what do we do? What do we get to do as, as creatives and, and business owners? Um, what do we get to do with our black dollar um, in the podcast industry? Um, and that's the conversations uh, all weekend. Wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, Philippe, I just want to thank you again for being on air with us because, you know, it's just been wonderful to have you here, just being able to, you know, pick your brain for knowledge. So thank you so much for being on the Girlfriend Network. We're thank so excited to hear. Yeah, No, this is great. Um, hopefully we get to have you on uh, again very soon. But until yes. then, if you could just let listeners know where they could find you, where they can find out more about the festival, just um, if you can give all your socials again. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, Instagram for Afros and Audio is at Afros and Audio, um, and that's uh, A-F-R-O-S and A-N-D, Audio, A-U-D-I-O. Um, I can be – and also um, you can visit um, afrosandaudio.com. We're actually – um, the early bird um, campaign is over on April 5th, and so people literally have uh, four or five days to, to get their early bird tickets um, before general tickets go on sale. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, my personal handle on Instagram is coach underscore Talib. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of back and forth. As Also, I want to just shout out my guys. Um, Mastermind Connect. Um, this is a uh, men's uh, group where we are a group of progressive men who are working to uh, support one another and just, uh, you know, make sure each other are heard and we heal um, together as a community. And so um, they can be found at, at Mastermind Connect. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, I appreciate you so guys. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you, and um, we'll see you. We'll see you at the festival, but hopefully, we'll get to have you on again before then. Um, so, thanks all right. so much. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> take care. Take care. All right. Yes, listeners. Um, you know the festival is going to be amazing. Afro and Audios. Um, you know who knows? Maybe you'll uh, see some of your favorites from the Girlfriend Network over there. <laughs> and, and little hint, maybe we'll let you know in the upcoming weeks. But um, hey. Early bird tickets are only for a few more days, so you definitely want to get those before the general admission ones go on sale because this is definitely going to be an event that is selling out. Um, Nikone, yeah. what a great Monday. What are you, So what are you excited for the rest of the week? 
Um, I really don't have a lot going on this week. You know me, it's always gym life. Um, so in my clients and my business and that's it. Basically, I, I have nothing like a... <laughs> So excited going on, but that is good because sometimes, you know, the calm is good. But um, shout out to my son. He's studying a great job the world. So, um, you know, God bless him, and I wish him the best. And Koresh, so what about you? What do you have going on? Anything special? Well, I'm going to start my diet this week, guys. Um, oh, to get back. Come yeah, on now, because diet. I just had to. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I use diet. Word. I That's use diet a, as no, come on. <laughs> no, no, no. I use I use diet as a loose word. I mean, like eating healthier, like changing okay. my diet. Yes. Um, no, yes. I I can't do a fad diet because I'd be that person that would do it for a couple of days and then get over it. Like I get over it way too quickly. So no, not yeah. doing that. But I'm I yeah. ate really bad all this past week. Like just the worst foods for me, and I've just been feeling like blah, like well, tired and. Just, yeah, just horrible. So and, let me share this with you because maybe mm-hmm. this is something you should consider. Um, I have several people around me that do the green smoothie, and uh-huh. I never, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. That's nice for y'all. But Nicole ain't into drinking that. Well, I finally broke, and I finally read. It's amazing what happens when you actually read and research things. And I started to read about the benefits and all the different yummy things that you can put in there that are healthy and natural. So I went green, and I've been doing a green smoothie every day for the past five, six days. I already feel amazing, Karish. My energy is on 20. It was on 10. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm sleeping better. My workouts have more fuel, and like I said, Day five, I'm only drinking eight ounces a day because I said you shouldn't drink any more than eight to ten ounces a day. And my drink is mainly of spinach and, uh-huh. you know, a cup of my favorite fruit. Now, you can use kale, you know, whatever whatever your green fave is, you can do it. So, but that's my suggestion. Try it and see how you like it. Oh, maybe I will. Okay, all right. And then if any listeners out there are going to do this green smoothie challenge, um, let yes. me and Nicole know. Yeah, make sure that'd you be awesome. make sure you yes, make sure you leave comments um at our Instagram for the Girlfriend Network, which is Nicone. Introduce our socials. Oh my goodness, it's the underscore Girlfriend underscore Network. So yes, you guys follow us on Instagram so you can see wonderful posts that we do and our upcoming guests. Yes, and um, we're gonna dedicate some stuff to the green smoothie fad because. So many people have gone green. And like I said, I finally, you know, did my own homework. And can I tell you, though, like, I am really a fan. Like, my body is getting more cut. I'm getting leaner. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, yes, Karishma, congratulations right. to you for eating cleaner and healthier. Let's go, girl. Yeah. Perfect. And if any listeners out there are drinking green smoothies, make sure to leave some comments on our Instagram and let me and Nicole know. Until then, we will check in on this back when we are back on the Girlfriend Network next Monday. Um, we are going to go into our last song. So have a great night, my lovely Nicole. I will you too. chat with you next Monday right here on the Girlfriend Network, and we'll go into our last song, which is Ape Shit by the Carters. Um. 